0: Hi guys welcome to another episode of conversation with muse i am your host monique and today we have a super fun episode for you we have blogger entrepreneur and influencer sabine stinger aka the bee stinger hi sabine welcome to the show
1: hi, thanks so much for having me monique
0: no you're welcome thanks for even agreeing to do this i really appreciate it <laughs> i know that you have a lot going on so thanks for even taking the time out um how are you doing on this beautiful sunday morning
1: I am doing great. I'm a little tired from the weekend, but I am feeling amazing and I'm happy to be here.
0: Hey, that's amazing. So I do this with all my guests and I want to start here. We're going to do an icebreaker. It's kind of like a this or that. It's a rapid fire. So whichever you prefer between this or that. All
1: right. I'm ready.
0: Perfect. So uh, new clothes or new phone? Oh,
1: gosh. (laughs) New clothes. I'm not even going to lie. Okay.
0: A nice car or a nice home interior design?
1: Nice home interior design.
0: Baths or showers?
1: I would prefer a bath.
0: Okay. Online shopping or in-store shopping?
1: So I love a little bit of both, but I think since COVID, I've been more into like online shopping, but yeah, I still love the experience of going into a store.
0: Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> money or free time? Money. <laughs> TV or books?
1: Uh, I would say TV because I love watching movies. So TV for sure.
0: Okay. And then would it be TV shows or movies? It would
1: be movies.
0: Movies. Okay. <laughs> and then the last one, um, I feel like I know what this is, but beer or wine? wine for sure perfect all right that's great I do want to get into it but before we jump into like all the fun stuff that we have planned tell the audience a little bit about yourself and who you are
1: so I am my name is Sabine and um, most of you may know me as the bee stinger I am a blogger I am also a um, newly online store boutique owner and I am also a personal stylist
0: Now, when did you get started being a blogger or um, is it something that you do full time or is it kind of like your main gig and then everything else comes secondary or is everything kind of leveled? And so, yeah, let's start with when did you become a blogger?
1: Okay, yeah, so I am actually a full time blogger. I just became full time about roughly two years ago. Okay, Um, I was working retail for about 10 plus years, but blogging has been something that I've always been passionate about. Um, It actually started from the time when I was in um, college. And a lot of people used to always ask me like what I had on and everything like that. And they used to love how I put things together. Mm -hmm. I had a niche for making inexpensive things look expensive. So I started a blog, so I was like, why not document this and share some, uh, like a platform to share my everyday looks. Uh, So I pretty much would like have my friends take pictures on their camera phones, Mm -hmm. they're horrible quality, (laughs) but you got the picture so i would just kind of like just share you know my look where i was going and you know i would kind of like add an inspirational quote towards the end Mm -hmm. so that was something that became as like a hobby for me and i did like during my free and spare time but then i realized like this was something i was actually pretty good at so i figured out a way to monetize it about two years ago Mm -hmm. and yeah here I am now it's just been rocking
0: since that's amazing I yeah. love that now in your Instagram bio it says um faith fashion and lifestyle which I completely adore and your feed itself is just so pretty but like you mentioned you kind of decided that hey um this is what I want to do I want to take pictures fortunately enough for us Instagram became a thing right so we didn't have to just rely on our websites to say mm-hmm. okay here's my look for the day outfit of the day um Tell us a little bit about your style, Um, not necessarily your brand, but your style and what that is.
1: So my style is, um, I would say it's a mixture of classic, timeless with a hint of trend because I do love, you know, what's in now, but I like to kind of figure out a way to make it classic in my own Mm -hmm. because I'm really on, you know, just timeless pieces. I love things that you can wear from years and years to come and I'm a big fan of like old Hollywood films, you know, the black and white films, Mm -hmm. like the men, Marilyn Monroe's, Dorothy Dandridge, like women, you should just dress so elegantly. And I just love how they carried themselves. So I think growing up, I always used to look to them for inspiration.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So I don't know, it just kind of bled into like my own personal style. And that's kind of how I carried on, you know, the way I dress and everything like that. And I just love dresses. I love wearing them. They're just so easygoing. It's just a one builder. So you just kind of like throw it on and you can accessorize. So yeah. And
0: it's so funny you say that about like whole Hollywood movies because when the first time I saw your Instagram, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so like classy and it's like super sexy, but super <laughs> fun. Like it was, it was like a nice balance of sexy, but then also. I don't want to say professional because then professional comes off as very astute, but it's kind right. of it's a fun, playful, and sexy vibe, and mm-hmm. I really enjoy.
1: I was like, "Oh, this is cute." Okay, okay, well, I see what's going on here. You know, ever since even in high school, um, I used to be told that like I dressed mature for my age because um, I used to shop at like mature stores that probably thirty people that my age shop at now. Mm-hmm. So like. I was shopping at the Ann Taylor's. I was shopping at like Lord and Taylor. I was shopping at like limited. So, but I, I just always was big on like classic pieces. Mm -hmm. So there's things that I've had for 10 plus years and I still wear to this day.
0: I was just going to say, okay, so what is the, um, what is the most vintage piece that you have that you, that's, it's your staple and you love it.
1: So, um, of course, with age comes becomes, you know, your weight gain and everything like mm-hmm, that. So yep, yep. I was able to like I was literally like a double zero mm-hmm. a few years ago. So I I cannot fit in to a lot of my things, but I have this huge crazy idea that I want to keep like a capsule of my pieces and hopefully be able to share and pass on to like my daughter. Yeah. So I have like a trench coat that I love and I never want to get rid of. <laughs> Um, I have like this really nice, like fit and flare dress. Um, it's Navy, it's very classic. It has like a v-neck line and I want to keep that for my daughter and hopefully I can still fit into it. But yeah, for now I I have like two pieces. Got
0: it. Now, um, I do want to transition a little bit into your fashion company, XVI in Lux. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that. In the beginning of the conversation, you mentioned you just started, you guys just launched that online platform. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: So, my XPN Lux brand um, is pretty, it's, it's separate from what I actually do, but um, it is a brand that I started with one of my very close friends. Um, we both always loved fashion um, and we wanted to figure out a way how we can kind of like showcase that and we were like, why not start an online boutique? Mm-hmm. So, um, it was birthed this year, about a couple of months ago. We're still fairly new, like I said, but... Um, we definitely wanted to figure out a way how we can kind of mesh both of our styles together. So that's pretty much XVI. It's a platform where two best friends get together because XVI actually stands for 16 and it's the age that we met. Mm -hmm. So it's very near and dear to our hearts. And um, we just loved the idea of kind of like having somewhere where girls can like shop and you know, feel great about themselves. Something that they can like wear with their best friend, whether it be like once brunch or like dinner.
0: And you said it's like a mixture of both of you guys' style together. Because I'm assuming as best friends, you do have a lot of similarities, but then there's also like differences in your style.
1: Yeah. So I think that was one of the things that we definitely wanted to kind of like hold on to was like, okay, well, you have a very separate style for me. And I have this style, but like, how can we make it work together? So, Yeah. yeah.
0: And then for starting a brand, because I can assume, um, you know, you are a content creator and that's something that you do um, outside of your company, but starting a brand, how, um, not even how hard, because a lot of us know how hard it is to start something, but what is one of the things to actually consider for someone else that's thinking, oh, I want to do something like this. What would you say, which should be the first thing that they consider in starting a brand?
1: <clears throat> so I would say the first thing that would be important with starting a brand is um, identifying your brand um, and knowing where you want, like what you want people to know you as. You know what I'm saying? So you want um, people to be able to kind of like, know, okay, this is Nicole's brand or this is Sabine's brand. Like you have something that kind of pretty much like sets you apart from everybody. And yeah. I think you have to start there.
0: And then for it's speaking about branding, your branding, your personal blog and all of that stuff, your branding, um, is photography is prominent to that and making content and publishing content. How important is it for you to plan your content or is it kind of just like, okay, um, I get dressed for the day and I go.
1: Okay. So bear with me. Cause I am literally still figuring that out. I feel like with, um, content planning and everything like that i'm not that much of an organized person (laughs) okay (laughs) which is kind of embarrassing but um i think i'm still trying to navigate that and figure out what works for me because i know friends who are like oh yeah i have like q4 already planned out and i'm like that is insane (laughs) because i'm like i'm still trying to go and get through next week yeah (laughs) but I just feel like it just depends on what works for you. I would say it's really important to try to be organized. How I try and do it now is that um, when I get um, brand opportunities, um, I try to plan out my week and I usually shoot every weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it doesn't work with me to kind of like shoot day by day. I usually batch my content, which means when you kind of shoot like a plethora of things all at once. So that's what works for me. So
0: you just mentioned that creating content, it's kind of for you, sometimes it's week by week or however you plan your content. For anyone looking to become an influencer or coming into that, what would the one thing that you would recommend? Do you recommend that they have a photographer that they work with or what is your recommendation there for creating content?
1: So um, the important thing that you said is that when they first start, So I know when I first started, um, I didn't have the financial means to kind of like hire a photographer and hire this or that, you know. So I had to kind of like work with what I had. And um, thankfully, I had supportive friends and, you know, family members who were like, okay, you know, I'll use my camera and things like that. Because, you know, when you first start, nothing's going to be entirely perfect. And you have to give yourself grace about that. But um, I would say, you know, moving forward, when you do have those um, resources, you know, available to you, then it would be important to kind of like establish a relationship with a photographer. That way, you know, you can continue like the same type of like style that you want to. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what helped me is that um, when I started working with my photographer, I was able to kind of like create that aesthetic that I wanted and to set the tone And um, I know that when people are coming to my page, they feel happy, they see bright and airy, Mm -hmm. you know, and I felt like that kind of like gave that feel of, you know, positivity and like, you know, making people feel good or like filled up with joy. So that's kind of like what I wanted to give out for my um, brand. And then also what helped me along the way, eventually, when I got to a certain point, I was able to kind of have representation. Mm -hmm. So um, that definitely helps me. With my own organization that I deal with now, um, they kind of like stay on top of me with like my brand content and everything. So I think what's great about them is that they're able to focus on like the back end, like the logistics of it all or like making sure that this and that gets due and I get to focus on the creative side.
0: Um and that was gonna take me into my next questions because as a blogger and an influencer, like you said, when people come to your um, Instagram, they're inspired, you have a specific style. So your branding is very on par. Um, And I know that there's a lot of brands reaching out to you. And we'll get into some of the brands that you've worked with and that you're currently working with. But my question was going to be do you have a team that kind of help facilitate some of this stuff where you can then, like you just mentioned, be the creator and just the personnel and then others are in the background but you kind of hinted a little bit about that just now so um it, tell us a little bit more about your team that you have
1: so um with my team ooh, thank you guys my team <laughs> um but I was blessed enough to have the opportunity to have a form of representation um at the top of 2021 so I think going into things, I was a bit more um, headstrong and I was able to kind of like identify like brands. I think to kind of just backtrack, I had an issue with, you know, not knowing early on that um, not every brand was for me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with having like a a team behind me now, they're kind of um, helping me kind of just identify like, okay, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't work with this brand because it doesn't kind of align with your personal brand. So I'm like, all money isn't good money. (laughs) You know, you want people to kind of like come on your page and granted, yeah, you know, I have to, I want to work with brands and continue to kind of like have that flow of things going, but I don't want people coming on my page and seeing that I'm working with, I don't know, randomly uh, a beer campaign and not to say I don't drink beer, but I'm just saying like people will probably look like, hmm, this doesn't really seem like speed. I want everything to kind of like be on brand. So I think having a team behind me kind of helped me with that. And then also, like I said, kind of just staying on top of like my um, creative side and like knowing when to post, when not to post and also to kind of have like not fully ads on my page, also have like, Mm -hmm. you know, content filler where I can kind of like show my personal style and my personality in a sense as well now was this was
0: like blogging and being an influencer i know you kind of hinted to this a little bit earlier but was this something that you've always wanted to be a part of like in that space or you kind of fell into it because i know for some people they are like oh no i was going to school to be a dentist and <laughs> then i kind of just so was this something that you always knew you wanted to
1: be a part of so okay i always knew i wanted to be in fashion i just never knew that this is what it was going to be so in my mind, I was like, okay, I wanna do fashion. I want people to come to me for like my looks. I think I I knew that I wanted to be a content creator. I just never knew the term for it, if yes. that makes sense. Yeah. Like I was like, I always wanted to, you know, have, you know, really nice looks that I put together and I'm able to kind of like showcase that in some way. Didn't know how, but I also knew that I wanted to be able to kind of like have the opportunity, for people to kind of like ask me like, hey, where did you get this? And I wanted to be able to give them that information. So it was just very, I had the, I had the idea of it. I just never knew how like so it would it happen. And it's crazy that I'm here now. Um, but it's funny story. I was actually in school for, to be a nurse. Okay. So my parents are Islanders. And if you know anything about, a thing or two about Islanders, they're very big on, um, They're not really big on, like, the creative lane of things when it comes to, you know, <laughs> um career picking they're they were really big on me either doing uh, you know being a doctor like you said mention a dentist mm-hmm. or a nurse yep. so yeah <laughs> that sounds so familiar it sounds
0: so familiar and I'm glad we're in an age now where us as the kids we're not kids but as the kids we can say hey I don't want to go to law school I don't want right. to be a doctor and you can kind of choose your own path which is again creatives now is not what creatives were before or a term that was even identified before where they'll now creatives are making more than doctors and it's, right. it's crazy. Um, <laughs> tell me a little bit about some of the brands that you've worked with and then some of the brands that you're currently working with, because I know you have some cool stuff under your belt. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: So, um, I think I am most excited about a few brands actually that I've worked with. So, um, I've worked with J. Crew. I've worked with and Taylor, I worked with Loft, and I think what was really cool about those three brands that I did work with was that I used to work for them mm-hmm. as a employee, so um, it was a pretty cool full circle moment mm-hmm. for me in those moments, and it was like so surreal because I was just like, wow, I used to work with these, I used to work for these brands, and now I'm working with them, mm-hmm. so um, that was pretty nice. I loved working with them. And then also, I think I am currently working with um, Penny. I just did um, a really cool kind of like live situation with them, and I was able to kind of showcase one of their newest luxury collection brands. And I am also working with um, Nordstrom. I've worked with Target, and I've worked with a few brands um, such as like Dior for makeup, and I've worked with Kiehl's, a skincare brand, which I currently use, so that was a pretty cool moment for me as well. That's
0: moment that's mean like the full circle thing for me is just like it's like working in the store and then now working like alongside and branding. So that's super accomplishing. I, I can assume yeah. on you your end. And
1: then it's just so cool to have um, moments where I'll have like people that I used to work with, like my coworkers, mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh my gosh, I just seen you in like their newsletter. Like, this is so cool. You're killing it, girl. Like, it's hey. just it's just an amazing <laughs> feeling. Yeah." That's amazing. I'm proud of you for that. Now,
0: what is, what is, okay, before I get to that, because that's super important, um, your Instagram, obviously staying fresh is, it's a part of the brand staying relevant, staying in the moment. How do you continue to be fresh and continue to grow your audience outside of obviously, you know, working with brands and growing there and expanding? How is it that you're able to continually stay fresh, relevant and continue
1: to grow your audience? So um what works for me is that I'm really big on connections and um building it outside of like like on the back end of things. So I love to kind of like make time for responding to DMs. Um I want to, you know, create those personal experiences with my followers and um my audience, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um I think it's so crazy because even till this day, like I'll have some people who kind of like respond like, Oh my gosh, you replied, thanks yeah. so much. I'm- yeah, well, why wouldn't? <laughs> so it's it's really, um, it's, it's pretty cool to kind of like be able to kind of connect with them. And even if it's like the smallest thing that they're asking me, I love to try to make the time. I mean, it's hard, but I mm-hmm. think that's what's important because I would love to be able to kind of like, I can't get to everyone, but those few people that I do want to continue to get to just to kind of like build a community of my own. Yeah. Also the thing with like responding to comments and stuff like that um I am also big on engaging with um other people that I follow I think that really helps with kind of like people seeing you pop up you know on your social so they want to be like oh well let me go engage on hers type of thing um I'm trying to think of other things that I've done to to continue to grow I think consistency is a big thing for me as well um, I try to make sure that I, I am consistently posting. Yes. And yeah, being able to share content with people on a daily basis. And was- I
0: think that's that's a key. You mentioned a key thing, which is I think a super super important thing for all brands, whether it's in blogging or. Stores or whatever it is, um, anyone that has a business and you're on social media engaging with your audience or like you said responding to DMs and not thinking you're you're too big for the people that support you, so that's super important. Um, so thank you for that. I did want to ask you, what is one of the biggest advice that you have gotten, um, just in general that sticks with you to this day?
1: biggest advice I've gotten is think highly of yourself because the world takes you at your own estimate so I feel like me (laughs) that's I love that yeah so I think um I was really there was you know times where I was like you know insecure or doubted that I can do what I'm doing now. Um, even to this day, you know, I'm not perfect. I have moments where I still doubt, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this good? Like, are people going yeah. like it? So um, having that piece of advice that I try to stick to or like kind of reference back to, it's kind of helped me um, continue to kind of like have confidence or kind of like the whole fake it to you make it mentality yeah. it's like. People don't really necessarily know internally what you're battling or how you're feeling. But if you kind of just give out that, you know, you're the bomb or you are like the it factor, I'm going to believe it, you yeah. know, cause it's based off of what you're giving out. So. Yeah.
0: I agree with that. I agree with that a hundred percent. And what would be an advice that you would give someone, whether they're interested in coming into this space or just in general, what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone?
1: Take your time. Um, I think that it is more of a steady and slow pace race versus a fast one. Mm-hmm. I think that it's good to, it's okay to have the walking process rather than the running, like the sprinting. Mm-hmm. Kind of like if you were running track. Like I preferred like the mile long runs versus the the, the sprinting. <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah. Like with in that situation, like kind of comparing it to life you have to embrace like the mistakes you make along the way. You have to embrace those moments where, um, of uncertainty, cause it kind of just like one builds character and kind of like allows you to be able to perfect your craft. So you just have to take your time. I would say just, um, give yourself grace and have patience. Like things will come eventually. You just have to continue to believe in yourself you have to sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader yeah like not everyone's gonna you know be on the bandwagon right off the bat you have to just continue to just believe in yourself sometimes and you know it'll happen eventually and you have to believe that
0: I agree I I have a thing where I'm like trust your sauce no one else is going to trust your sauce the way you do so that's beautiful I agree now, what do you have next in the pipeline? What, what's next for the Beastinger brand?
1: So I am in the process of wanting to relaunch my blog. Um, I've been on a hiatus for years, but I definitely want to get back into that. Um, I love blogging and I'm so excited to kind of like start that back up. Um, I want to probably get into, dabble into the YouTube world as well it's a lot, but I I definitely want to kind of just expand outside of, um, Instagram. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. That's beautiful. And tell the people where they can find you, um, all your contacts, your website, everything. How, How can people find Sabine?
1: So if you want to follow me, you can follow me on the Beastinger. Um, I'm also on Facebook. So, um, everything I'm Sabine Jean on Facebook. So I'm my full name and then for Instagram is The Beast Singer.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Sabine, for being here. I really appreciate you. This is a really great conversation. I learned a lot. Um, a lot of what you said kind of just reinforced a lot of things that, you know, we know, but we don't apply these practices. So thank you so much for dropping some gems here. And guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Conversation with Muse. As you heard, go follow Sabine on Instagram. Follow her business page as well. Um, And then her website is also in her Instagram bio. So go ahead and check that out. And I'm sure I'll just drop it below as well. So check out the comments below, well, in the description below. If you are new to the channel, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that bell so you can get notified when we have a new video. And also share with a friend and family member. And if you are not new to the channel, you know the routine, share the video with someone. And again, thank you guys for coming. I'll see you next time on Conversation with Muse. Bye. Bye.